You're listening to Stuff Weekly, episode 535, The Raven Will Rave Again. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Stuff Weekly, the show where we take a new theme every week and give it a shot. I'm Cody Coleman, head administrator of the EDOC NameLock Interactive Network, and with me, as always, is the prominent Ms. Nikki Wright. Welcome, Nikki. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. You are just a, a, a bustling star in the making, and I'm so glad to know you. In the making? Come I mean, on now. Okay. Very already <laughs> there. You've risen to prominence. You have like nine Oscars. It's weird. It gets a little boring after a while. Yeah, you just throw it on the pile. You know, eventually you'll have... I've made a pyramid, actually. Uh, You made a pyramid out of Oscars? Out of my Oscars, yep. Mm -hmm. Sure. Is that going to be your future burial chamber or... Um, I mean, it depends on how many more Oscars I get. Ideally, that would be my burial chamber. But if not, it makes for a really lovely Christmas tree in the interim. (laughs) That's a very good point. You're going to put all your presents under the Oscar pyramid and... Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. That's the very solid choice. I like it. Oh, Academy. Oh, Academy. Exactly. (laughs) How gold your naked kind of (laughs) guys. Yes. There you go. And every... Every holiday, I'm going to have the neighbors come to me and sing that song to me. They're going to bring the caroling to me. Oh, yeah. wow. You you know, that's what happens when you're as big a star as you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, well, also with us, we have an all-around funny guy and the famed ingenue of the latest Steven Spielberg film, Mr. Matt Crua. Welcome. Thank you. Um, I'm really excited. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's going to be me in my breakout role. Okay. Um, and by which I mean, uh, I do have to break out in uh, like pox. It's like so. It's like a period piece during the Black Plague. Oh, and he wants like oh. method acting. Right. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Love in the time of the Black Plague, and so it's me and Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. And oh. We're yeah. We're good. It's like it's a will they won't they kind of thing. Sure. But mm-hmm. but definitely won't they because I, I die of the Black Plague. No. Oh, no. Yeah. It's really How a bummer. How la of it all. I know. And then uh, Harrison Ford also dies of the Black Plague. Uh, in fact, most all of the cast... And crew die of the Black Plague. Oh, so. okay. So it's like Les Mis then. Okay. Cool. So how method yeah. is this acting? Like, is this also going to be your last film? Acting. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Good, yeah. You know, say no more. Yes. Yeah, st- no uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spielberg is kind of going into this more like gonzo filmmaker style. <laughs> <laughs> where he's just like got a hand cam uh he's just like filming me and harrison pro dying on a gopro and uh wow yeah so you guys don't play other people you're just yourselves right right okay exactly. gotcha gotcha so uh all right well uh I, you know it's good knowing you and i'm sure it's gonna be just a fantastic film when it uh comes out uh i i'm i'm very proud, very proud i hope i hope it's i hope it's good um, I won't be around to see it, but I hope it's good. Well, we'll, uh, you know, we'll tell your grave when you're done and, yeah. uh, and, uh, we'll, we'll see from there. And then, uh, also with us, we have, uh, just a wonderful lady. Uh, she, she used to make quizzes for the website. She's done a whole lot. Uh, 
just listen to the 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 story of Amber from past episodes, including her temporary accidental ownership of an adult website. Um, so uh, yeah, welcome Amber Lee. Hello. We need to figure out an actual intro for me. I do. We can't, yeah. We can't keep talking about the time I once accidentally owned. Boots yeah, but it's real good. That, other other than my own. <laughs> it's <laughs> a good story though all right <laughs> yeah i need to come up with some kind of uh regular thing and first time listeners are like wait what yeah so, you gotta so listen i guess cliff notes version uh one time i owned a website and a hacker hacked it so that every single time someone went to my website it redirected them to what was it adult friend finder or something i like believe that, that I don't was remember what exactly. you said yes yeah so if you went to my url it actually took you to adult adult friend finder and uh yeah so yeah it's too bad this, this, you know you you had a very popular website yeah for a i know bit. <laughs> i did and i wasn't making any freaking money off of it i mean if i actually had adult friend finder damn i'd be in, i'd be set you'd be done yeah yeah well, if you guys would like to listen to that episode or really any of the, the past episodes, you can go over to yninteractive.com and, uh, you know, that's where they are. Good. Also, subscribe to us everywhere. everywhere all places. Every yeah. podcast. And you know what? Toss a five-star review yeah, on please. wherever you get our podcast. That helps us out so much. Yeah. If you hate us, five stars means bad. If you love us, five stars means good. So please go. Mm-hmm. Leave a mm-hmm. good... Or bad five star review. Um, so yeah, like I said, um, we uh, do a different theme every episode nowadays, and uh, we are this time. I don't know if you knew this, listener, but we have all uh, the the movie industry loves us. They just love our podcast, and they send us movies that have never been released some of them like earlier on in the pandemic we we discussed you know wonder woman 2 and all these other movies before they ever finally got released we got to see them and we we talked about them and uh now they're sending us movies from like all over the history of movies that never got released so we get to see them i don't even know where like i got i don't know about you guys on one of these i got sent an like a laser disc i got one too yeah same I, I i was like i don't know how to play this i don't have a laser disc player and then i just put it into my computer and it did work that is Whoa. that is how it works yeah. yeah yeah i i i put it into my wii uh that okay. i still have hooked up for some yeah, reason yeah, it yeah, works yeah, yeah. they will yeah the wii noted laser disc player mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i had to kind of break it a little bit to get it to fit in the slot but it still worked mm-hmm. that's so. okay yeah. I just went to a pawn shop. Really? You went to a pawn <laughs> shop and bought a laser disc player? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's that tracks for Nikki Wright. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fame, famed famed robber uh of, of all things. Um yeah, so we're just gonna I talk about it. It's just so fun to rob stuff. It is. It is. Well, we did learn that you uh in a past episode that you tried to get someone to steal a dog for you, so I suppose I su- was, I wish that that had been successful. That would have been my best story ever. Yeah, <laughs> you should have more dogs. You should have more dogs. All dogs go to Nikki's. And um and that's so- true. <laughs> So uh, it's true. <laughs> unfortunately for 
some situations. Uh, so let's just start talking about our movies that we saw. And um, the first movie that we saw was uh, really kind of came out of left field. I'm surprised this was ever going to be a thing. Um, but uh, yeah, they, they said it had never actually been made, but that was a lie because it did come our way and we all got to sit down with that screener of that laser disc screener and give it a shot. Uh, the Adventures of MC Scat Cat and the Stray Mob. I, uh, I, I this was um, an unexpected treat, I'll say. I was yeah. going to say the same thing. Yeah. Absolutely. I did not expect I would ever see MC Scat Cat again since that famed Paula Abdul uh, uh, music straight video. Straight up. Straight up. Straight yeah. up. Yeah, straight yeah, yeah. up. Straight up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but MC Scat Cat, he got his own movie, y'all. And it was, you know, it was a treat. It was a, a, a feast for all of the senses, really. It came with scratch and sniff books. Right. Which mm-hmm. uh, I've n- not really seen that before. My, was... Mine did not smell like what it said it smelled like. No, did it not? not. No. Yeah, because it was mine like... had been scratched already. But oh. go ahead. My, so it was like so. Listener, it was to give you a description. It's basically like it was a it's a scratch and sniff book of MC Scat Cat like holding cool hip '90s stuff. So it was like scratch here if you want to smell a pizza. Scratch here if you want to smell Skechers. Scratch here if you want to if you want to smell what skateboarding smells like. And <laughs> and like each and every single one of them did smell like cat litter. Is that, that oh, yeah? Man. I was you really know, excited for mine because, like, mine was like scratch here for like BK shoes, scratch here mm, for Space Camp, and like I was really excited about camp. like all of those because I mean I grew up in the '90s and like I want to remember those cool smells, but alas, mine were scratched. It was already. really weird that they had two shoe brands there. Like that's a lot. That's a lot <laughs> yeah. of uh, like just spokes spokespersonship, you know. I, yeah, I probably think was, one of the reasons why it failed, you know. For sure. Yeah, it was it was a lot of like product placement, like maybe too much, maybe too much. Yeah. yeah, a little too much. Like, My, it was like early early selling out. The uh, and, and occasionally during the movie they would say, "All right, now scratch number one for you to smell this mystery smell." Yeah, like like I remember like when I was little, they used to have like the turn the page chimes. Yeah, I didn't expect turn the, like sniff the page chimes. Absolutely, like, they were so weird. loud. They were, yeah. <laughs> they were, and so- they weren't so much chimes as just Paula Abdul screaming. Right. And, yeah. 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 Straight up. Now tell me, do you really want to love me forever? Oh oh oh. Like yeah. Oh oh oh. so uh yeah so mine uh, like the very first one mine didn't all smell like kitty litter so in the very first scene of the movie they just have a nickelodeon gack fight Uh and uh mine did smell like nickelodeon gack which is not good oh man oh i mean nickelodeon gack kind of smells like vomit a little bit so i mean i guess i I don't really i don't remember that did we have the same gack (laughs) that i kind of remember like it being like a rubbery smell seems yeah smelled like nostalgia oh one did okay Yeah. Well, then maybe so mine wait, was so you, broken. So, so you got the scratch and sniff book that smelled like concepts. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I got. What, are, what other smells were in there? Like love. 
Like, uh, I, yeah, I, I had nostalgia. I, I had a fear and loathing. That was like a, that was the one that was the combo one. Fear and loathing uh -huh. and nostalgia. Uh, where like you had to sniff the one and then the other and then sniff them together. Yeah. Oh, that so one. that's what it smelled like um, when you scratched the combos. The the fun yes. the fun cracker delight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like pizza, the, like, but... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Condos do it. Con they do, in fact, smell like fear and loathing. Um, there was also uh, existential dread. You know, it's it was a, a lot I don't darker. Need a scratch and sniff for that one. <laughs> it was weird that MC Scat Cat did have an adventure at Walden Pond at one point, and that is where the existential dread part comes in. But that's yeah, yeah very true. Fine. Uh, yeah. so like uh, that was the that was the highest. Like reference, none of our listeners are going to get that one. That's no. that's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and if you did, rate us five stars. Yeah, please do. <laughs> and if you didn't, rate us five stars. Um, yeah, well, the Stuff Weekly, the number one podcast for fucking Henry David Thoreau fans. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it it all really was stemming around uh, MC Scat Cat and uh, Paula Abdul as like um, it, they were supposed to be like buddy cops because that was really big back in the 90s. But right. uh, really, it, it was just copping had very little to do with it. It was just weird 90s product placement uh, adventures. Um, uh, I and mean, he I also thought, had the I stray mob too. Right. So I. I don't know. I disagree. I thought the arc of, you know, MC Scat Cat being new to the force and Paula Abdul being this like, you know, excitable rookie. I thought that kind of like, um, you know, worked. Right. Sure. Sure. Um, I thought that both of them, you know, trying to being sort of like it was weird having two loose cannons. That is you know? unusual. Yeah. Usually one but is bounced out by the other. But but by I really liked by the end that they really I feel like they earned those roles and they earned those badges, you know, um, and they did uh, become, you know, desk jockeys. Absolutely. After which was a weird final 30 minutes. But. Yeah, <laughs> it was it did, just it did paperwork. Take a strange turn, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But I did like that. They did actually, you know, have fights with loose cannons like actual cannons sure uh, yeah that that uh, led to the destruction of at least five different buildings right um but right. it was you know it was exciting i i dug it It was also the same footage of a building exploding though just like they yeah. they, they reversed it and then they turned it they turned it upside down at one point which i was like <laughs> that isn't Make any sense? Oh, they're blowing okay. up Wonderworks. <laughs> right, exactly. And then the, the, the debris is falling up. Um, yeah, I, I, it was. Just, it seemed lazy, I guess, to me. Personally. It did seem like they didn't have a whole lot of budget. Like, uh, right. just having you know an animated cat in the entire movie seemed uh, with a bunch of live action characters did seem to drain the budget a little bit too much. Well, well that, that, that that's I think. Then we have to talk about the mob. Right? We do. Like we're talking, yeah. we're talking about you know the animation budget and you know the lack thereof, the stray mob, of course. Um, so, listener, I want you to visualize this. You've got Paul Abdul in a cop uniform. You've got MC Scat Cat, who is delightfully animated in a, in a bonkers esque cop uniform, mm -hmm. and then you've got four taxidermied cats on sticks. <laughs> <laughs> that are just being like held into frame. Yeah, they didn't really hide it super well, did they? N like, I, were they trying to? 
Well, I mean, they did make a few jokes about the, the concept a couple times, so maybe not. Uh, there, however, one of the cats was animated, but it was he was just an animatic style. Like he was not fully done; he was totally sketched. But uh, sure, but yeah, but it was mostly uh, taxidermied cats. Yeah, yeah. Um, what were their names uh, of the the mob? Yeah, of the mob. Uh, Pringo, as my was the one I remember. I ah uh, man. I believe Garbage Pail Kid was one of them because, you know, they're really trying to get that product placement in. Pringo, Garbage Pail Kid. There were two more. Creepy Crawler. Creepy (laughs) Crawler. Yep. They sang that song every time he came into frame. How could I forget Creepy Crawler? It was really good. (laughs) (laughs) Creepy Crawler. Um, Fuck, what was the last one? Amber, do you remember the last one? Uh, I think the last one uh, was, uh, oh, God, what was that, that one with the sharks? Oh, stri- Street Shark. Street Shark, yeah, Street yeah. Shark. No, no, the last one was named West Side Story. <laughs> oh. Well, no, there were two of them. There was Street Shark and West Side Story. Street Shark and West Side, yes. yeah. They yes. were twins. Yeah. yeah, yeah. well, I mean, Street Shark was in West Side Story. That was where the sharks came from. He was the founder was, of the sharks in West Side Story. It was really strange that they did yeah. an entire production of West Side Story during the movie. It was a long movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was so long. It was, yeah. <laughs> And then, you know, uh, the mob did very slowly as they ran out of uh, budget just stop appearing in the film um, one by one uh, until it was just MC Scat Cat and Paula Abdul and just kind of one cat. But it wasn't any of the ones you had seen before. This one was just like a regular cat that they just made sure was always in frame and they never referred to it. Sure. And that's it. That's really pretty much the the plot of the movie. Yeah, I mean, listen, you're not. I'm gonna say you're not missing much for not having seen this. No, uh, if they ever, if they ever do end up releasing this, then I mean, like, sure. There was no real villain of the film, so I, I mean, I guess the mob, right? I guess but so. Like, yeah, only only barely, um, because they didn't like talk. Or move. Yeah. I mean, they did. They like kind of jiggled him around on the sticks, but like. We don't know what anyone's motivation was. Yeah. I kept trying to like read between the lines, you know, and it just. It was all very surface level. Yeah. 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 And like, I guess I am glad that not a whole lot of my book worked either because there was the scratch and sniff of the taxidermied cats in the back of the book. Right. And I am glad that I did not have to smell that. Smelled like cat litter to me. I (laughs) see that one smelled like eternal joy, which was. Oh, my God. Oh, like of all the other ones, that one smelled like weirdly good i don't know what you're i don't know what you're doing with your book you should take it to an exorcist <laughs> yeah yeah i uh i i i don't know i thought that like go, talking about their motivations like that's really where the movie falls apart for me uh listener again you just shouldn't see this you know you start with a 20 minute gag fight and then immediately it cut hard cut and when i say hard cut i mean like it kind of looked like film burn yeah right as in they had edited it together with tape <laughs> yeah and yeah. on a, on a laser disc. Uh huh. It's weird. And and then like it's just gag fight over. And then MC Scat Cat proudly walking out saying, "I've become a policeman." And <laughs> yeah. which, which which he said so much. <laughs> oh my god! It's his catchphrase. I'm. He never said that in the song. Yeah, but you know what? Thirteen, twelve, baby. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> 
All right. I think we've talked about as much as we can on MC Scat Cat's movie here. Uh, Nikki, um, you know, what was the next movie we all watched? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, no, no worries. I gotcha. Um, I know it's like really easy to forget because I felt like it really mirrored um, a lot of what we're going through now, which is like why they probably didn't decide to release it. Um, it was called 10 Things I Hate About Life. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was uh, it was a surprisingly not fun movie. <laughs> See, well, no, me, absolutely. Was that surprising? For me, the thing about it was is that it felt weird because like 10 things I hate about life, but there was more things. It felt like there was just more and more to hate about life and they just kept adding Certainly to it. Certainly by the end of it, it I felt like there was more to hate about life. Yeah, right, and sure. and then it, it just seems like the never-ending story. Like, literally, like, you've heard <laughs> of the movie the never, never-ending story? This is, in fact, a never-ending story. There's always something to hate about life. So, I mean, you couldn't release it when you just... It's dated as soon as it's released. It's right. already dated. Yeah, you, and I mean, if it makes your audience want to, like, not live anymore, I think you've got a problem. Yeah. Right? Really, they should have called it 10 Things I Hate About Life and 10 Things I Hate About Life and 10 Things I Hate About Life. But then it would have gone over and over, uh, you know, on and on and on. And that would have been too long of a title. But uh, it, For sure. It did have a few callbacks to 10 Things I Hate About You a few times, though. Um, right, which sure. I, I certainly appreciated. Like, um, watching someone get shot in the ass with a bow and arrow was pretty great. Uh-huh, uh-huh, absolutely, yeah. And uh, David Krumholtz uh, played, like, five characters, so... Absolutely, he did. He also he also sang uh, I Love You, Baby. He did. As, uh, at the credits. He did, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Um, and uh, uh, Marissa Olnick was in there as Alex Mack. Which was odd. Yeah, which is the, weird. The, the powers was a pretty cool twist that I wasn't expecting. It was like yeah. this, the literal silver lining of hope that I had in the movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but every time she got sad, she just turned into a puddle, and that was right. Kind of... And and like even even if it meant that like her sister actually became the bad guy and was hunting her throughout the movie, that was weird, right? Yeah, I didn't ex- I didn't see that coming. Yeah, same. So we're just going to sit here and not talk about Hologram Heath Ledger? I, okay. Look, okay. It I mean, was kind I of an elephant in the it, room, and I wasn't was really... such poor taste, and I wasn't going to talk about it, because why bring attention to the fact that they did that? Like, ugh. Well, mm-hmm. they brought attention to it because he's in every scene of the movie. He is. That's, he's always yeah. just there, even when, like, he doesn't have a reason to be. Well, because he has it no just, dialogue. Like, it just well, sure. I mean, he just sits there, like, in a T-pose, like they forgot to, like, animate him or something. <laughs> I, this movie also I, had budget problems. I guess yeah. it did. It must have. Um, so it was, it was horribly offensive. It was horribly offensive. Listen, the guy died way too right. young. Rest in, and, rest in peace. And, and, and I get, I get, that, like, when he, when he died, right, it was, you know, he was on the cusp of a career, like, high. Yeah, so, for sure. So this is supposed to be a sequel to Ten Things I Hate About You, you know, where he where where he plays the love interest. So why was hologram Heath Ledger in the Joker makeup? That's what I was but wondering. He wasn't at the beginning of the film. Like they started yeah. recording it before he died. Right. They started making it before he died and there was still a hologram for some reason. I guess he didn't want to do it. And then after he died, I guess they wanted to get that sweet, sweet Batman money. Then he was Joker throughout the rest of the film. 
Yeah, it did make the homage to Ghost with the um, pottery mm-hmm. being made. Uh, that yeah. made that seem real weird. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know why real he weird. had to say, do you want to know how I got all these scars during that scene? It was very... I guess they just yeah. had to use... You know, they reuse the audio from The Dark Knight. Yeah, for sure. They could have cleaned it up a little bit better, though, because like the background music was still there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and Christian Bale. Christian Bale, yeah. I mean, there was a couple times I was just like, like, what the hell was that? Because Christian Bale is not in this movie. That's just a that's just Phantom Christian Bale. No, Christian Bale and Kristen Bell are both in this movie. Yeah, Kristen, Chris, you didn't see Kristen Bell's cameo. She was the mom. Right. Okay. I didn't see Christian Bale in this movie either. I just I heard his voice every now and then. Was yeah, he he's actually Batman? Okay. Oh, he plays. Right. He plays. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Okay. You, do you forget Batman? I forgot or? Batman. Yeah. He's a really big part of the story. Well, that's one of the things I hate about life. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, like there was that big scene where uh, Larissa Olenek is like, "I can turn into Sunny D," and they're like, <laughs> "Okay, well, um, I you know what I can do," and then she's like, "What?" And he's like, my parents are dead. That's and okay. I remember that scene. Sad. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was very yeah, sad. Yeah. And then she uses her powers, and Batman starts clapping and giggling joyously. And then he's like, but that's more like Capri Sun, I guess. And she's like, I prefer Sunny D. So I mean, who really doesn't? Right? It's better than the purple stuff. Ooh, Anything boy. is better than the purple stuff. <laughs> So this is a <laughs> sequel to uh, to Ten Things I Hate About You, right? Oh, right. So, um, what do you guys think of that plot? I, I mean, thought there was a lot going on, right? Uh, um, more than ten things. I mean, I just thought than... it was. I thought it was a little weird how like Ten Things I Hate About You was like an homage to Shakespeare's. Taming of the Shrew. Why they gotta make a sequel that's like a like a modern retelling, contemporary setting for like fucking Macbeth. Like what the hell is up with that? That's dark. Sure. Yeah, that is dark. There were, there were way too many like ghosts and witches in it. And there uh-huh. were. And I thought I thought that was weird, and it was actually kind of scary how many ghosts and witches were in this movie. I mean, and not I'm not talking about hologram Heath Ledger either. Though I guess if you wanted to count that, you could. I wouldn't. They hid at least you, one witch in every scene. There were so many witches. Yeah. Even th- there were scenes where they were prominent, but they hid one witch in every scene. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And like, you could see them. You, like, it was like they were hidden, but like when you saw them and they were looking right at you. Oh, yeah. That scene where Elphaba just stares at you for an entire five minutes uh, while Heath Ledger is talking about his scars. Uh, like, yes. Yeah, that was weird. I, just, I, I did know. think it was weird how they were using random pop culture witches. Like, yeah, it kind of became like a Where's Waldo, but like a Where's Witches. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, so Heath Ledger, uh, hologram Heath Ledger, and uh, he, he's got to uh, romance a new person in this film mm-hmm. um, because of a bet. Like, really, they're going back to that grindstone again. Um, but it does go into a very Macbethian situation. David Crumholtz plays uh, his dad, which I thought mm-hmm. was an interesting choice. Um, and then also his mom. And then also two of his sisters. Uh, but listen, listen. In the years since Ten Things I Hate About You, Medea has come out. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The clumps have come out. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like we are living in a world where, you know, we need David Krumholtz to play an entire family of people. Absolutely, yeah. Like it's his time. Is his his time, right? Right. Eddie Murphy got to do it. Uh, uh, Mike Myers got to do it. Now it's David Krumholtz's turn. Mike Myers won't stop doing it. Yeah. Too many times, really. Too too many times, really. It's disgusting, and I won't stand for it personally. Well. No one will. This movie was never uh, officially released, and uh, I think I get it. I think I get why this movie. Is yeah, probably I'm not. Never I'm not mad that it wasn't yeah, like released. Some of the ones, some of the ones we watch, I, I, I actually feel like bad that we are the, are the only ones that are going to get to see it. Like that, other people are not going to get to see the glory. But this was not one of them. No, this no. was the one where it's like, you know what? Let this one stay hidden in the vault. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite thing the char- one of the characters hated about life? Because they listed them. Yeah, I mean, when, okay, so this was like an hour and a half into the movie. And the movie is only 90 minutes long. So it was like right at the end, right before credits, Mm -hmm. where Larissa Olenek turns to the camera and she just stares directly into the lens. Mm -hmm. And she says, it's me, Larissa Olenek, not the character I'm playing, me, Larissa Olenek. And the number one thing I hate about life is the cold inevitability of death. That was yeah. okay. That was a pretty well delivered line, though. I mean, I, I mean, guess. Just, is it a line if you're speaking directly That's into the true. camera? Right. I don't know why they didn't cut that. <laughs> I don't know why they didn't cut it either. It, it really like just kind of stuck with me for a while and made me feel bad. Yeah. 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 Like, like we already sort of had that with like the hologram of Heath Ledger just kind of right. being in every scene. We didn't need to be reminded of our ever inevitable slow march toward death. Yeah. But I, by Alex Mack, no less. Right. Of all people. Yeah. My favorite like, You're was- going to live forever because you turn into goo. That's right. true. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you stay for the stinger? There was a stinger? There was a stinger. Wait, really? That was my favorite uh, favorite thing because it, it just it, it came back and it was David Krumholtz delivering as the father uh, the thing that he hated about life. And it was, uh, number one, uh, you. And then he just stares at the camera and points to the audience. And Yeah, it was very Brechtian. Very Brechtian. Yeah, it was, you know, uh, David Krumholtz hates us, guys. I mean, listen, I get it. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame him. I mean, I'm sure he's been ca- called Bernard all his life. And right, yeah. exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, um, is there anything else about this movie we should talk about before we uh, move on to talk about our next one? Uh, I don't. Know. I think I'm ready to move on. Yeah, okay, I yeah. yeah. I just this movie just left left me feeling empty, sad, and uh, ready for a sequel. Yeah. Hmm. I'm glad this one did not have a scratch and sniff element. Oh, thank well. God. Yeah. God yeah. Glad, I'm, glad, I'm glad that gimmick died with MC Scat Cat. Yeah. Rest in peace, by the way. Um, <laughs> For sure, yeah. Can I talk about my favorite movie? Yeah. Please. Which, yeah. which was your favorite? So, I don't know. I, I've kind of gotten into, like, film auteurship as of late, you know? Sure, oh. yeah. Um, I really like... You know, a movie that is a passion project. I really like a film oh, that for is sure. just like, I, I can tell this is someone who has been putting all of their worth and all of their heart and all of their energy into it. Um, and I had heard about this for a long time, which is why it surprised me 
that Sylvester Stallone's Edgar Allan Poe uh, <laughs> was like as good as it was. Mm-hmm. It was surprisingly yeah. good, right? Yeah. I mean, he's apparently been working on it for like 50 years, which is yeah. wild. Um, and, you know, when you think Edgar Allan Poe, you probably don't think Rocky, right? No. no. God, right. no. You think of a slimy little rat man who's sitting there drinking his absinthe and and writing stories about birds and shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. while, while a bird just stares on judgingly. like Right, right. And this movie instead, I thought, was inspiring. It um, was. I thought it was uh, telling about Stallone and his journey, you yeah. know? And also surprisingly action-packed. Yeah, the the um, boxing scene, I thought, was actually a really nice play on, like, uh, Edgar Allan Poe just as, like, a writer. Um, yes. And, and the trials and tribulations that he went through in, in his life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just, I, I don't know. Like you said, it was just really inspired. I mean, so he does box with a bird. Yeah, well, I mean, he had a whole, like, like fixed bird fighting ring. Right. Which, I don't know, is that historically true to Poe, to my knowledge? I don't no, know a lot yeah, about Poe's actual story. I'm assuming um, this was likely real. It's a biopic, right? So Sure, yeah. It's got to it's be true. Yeah. Yeah. Legally. Yeah, I think it was really apparent that, um, Ro- or not Rocky, gosh, that's so disrespectful. I'm so sorry. I, um, <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, well, I'm a bitch. Um, I, I just, he really did his research, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I, uh, what did you guys think about Seth Rogen playing the Raven? Um, Perfect. Yeah? I wasn't oh sure how, how that would come across. I, I liked it, but, like, you know, he did la- do that Seth Rogen laugh, like, 90 times. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't even do it. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it, was, it was a good time. Um, My only issue with it was that they did, in fact, change the the uh the classic line of quote the raven nevermore and instead of instead it was quote the raven and it was just seth rogan laughing yeah like right. that was the that's one thing that's just historically I, I thought... accurate though yeah i mean oh, that's probably how yeah. the raven actually said it right yeah yeah like yeah. I, I watched the end of the credits because i thought maybe there would be a stinger at the end of this one and there was a note uh from mm-hmm. Sylvester Stallone saying, by the way. Oh, so all and he these cited years, his sources, the, the which Raven, I thought was wild. I was going to say, how dare they misquote the Raven all this time? God. Yeah, yeah. But this is just wow. the first time it was correctly quoted, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Wow, I had no idea. Wow. Yeah. I, I like, educated. so, you know, Poe is, I think, most known for, like, his horror work, right? Right. Um, I thought it was important that he did point out, you know, one, that Poe was the father of the detective novel. Yes. So, so that when Sylvester Stallone was investigating the mystery of who killed Poe's bird, I thought it was like, okay, so now I get it. You Seth know? Raven, like, right? Or Seth Raven. This is where this is where the detective novel idea comes from. It comes from Poe himself being a detective, which I thought was pretty cool and novel. Um, I didn't like that Edgar Allan Poe shot so many other famous authors. That yeah, was it was a little like weird that like he was shooting and and killing authors that he didn't even like exist in the same like era as. Right, right. I mean, like when all of a sudden Edgar Allan Poe is like mowing down Stephen King, that was a little weird. Right. But deserve- he did um, kill Shakespeare at one point. He did kill Shakespeare. 
that, that I don't know. Maybe that's really what happened. Uh. <laughs> it, it was it was odd. So in the various murders that Poe commits, I think the thing that really was most off putting was the sexuality of it. Okay, it was oddly erotic at points, right? Yeah, yeah. just the, the 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 Stallone thrusting his his pelvic area. As as he shot Cormac McCarthy in the temple, mm-hmm. um, I didn't like uh, in the part where Edgar Allan Poe, played by Sylvester Stallone, uh, gunned down uh, Stephanie Meyer. I thought that was one bad, um, and two again oddly sexual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly just because you know he was like, "I'm killing Stephanie Meyer right now," and then it was just like a freeze frame on his penis, his erect <laughs> penis. Yeah, I like, did forget about that. That did happen. Yeah, and it was bad, I thought. Uh, yeah, I I agree. And like, you know, the soundtrack was pretty awful. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't know that we needed to hear uh, Moby's Wicked Ways uh, when We're, they showed the so much. penis. So much. <laughs> My goodness. Like, it's uh, cool for like one appearance, I guess, Sly, but... Dude, dude just loves that song, I guess. I Right? And I thought I did, too, until I saw this until movie. Until I saw this movie, right, yeah. <laughs> they also and played You like Are My Rose multiple times from... Sure. Yeah. I thought that was just a Tommy Wiseau thing, but... No, apparently it's just all, all men love that movie. I that guess song. so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I do, too. Okay. Yeah, and so do you, Cody. <laughs> I guess so. I guess I've been, <laughs> I've, I've been conscripted into liking this. Uh, it's fine. Now, I think the thing that stuck out to me about the ending, because I think we need to talk about the ending. The ending was great, though. Well, because there were were pieces of Poe's work that Stallone hadn't touched upon. Uh Uh-huh. Right? And I thought it was, you know, obvious. Like, yes, we need to talk about Cask of Amontillado. Yes, we need to talk about the Telltale Heart. You know? These are classic stories that aren't the Raven that, hey, maybe people know about, you know? Sure. Uh Mm -hmm. And... I don't think he needed to seal himself up in a wall and then like rip out his own still beating heart. He had to get all of it in there. I thought I thought that was pretty solid, actually. Okay, so like the the drama of it all was solid. The line of dialogue, oh, my heart is telling me things. I should write about this telltale heart and from within my cask of Amontillado. And I was like, I don't know. I don't, I don't, it just, it felt forced. It did feel a little wooden, uh, right? But still, Mm -hmm. I thought the entire concept was pretty strongly up there. And I, I, I don't know. I, I quite enjoyed the ending. Um, I, I wish he'd beat Drago. I wish, I just, I just feel like he should have beaten Drago in this movie. Yeah, that was missing. I, like, like they, they start the fight, but like he doesn't beat him. Yeah, I don't know why. I thought that was a really odd choice. Maybe, like, they cut it for time, but, like, the runtime was pretty long to begin with. Really long. Look, Uh, six hours, it may seem like a long time, but really when you're watching it, it feels like it goes pretty quick. No, uh, it feels like six hours. It was a long movie. I mean, it might have gone quick because you may have accidentally passed out. I mean, I I, woke up, like. I did. Like. Towards the end, yeah, that's yeah, because I did the same thing. Okay, all right. So, uh, oh, so, did, so did you actually watch this movie, Hamby? Yes. <laughs> question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Got it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I don't know why they brought the Raven back to life at the end, though. 
I mean, I mean, I I kind of interpreted like I did see that I did wake up in time for that. Um, I I kind of interpreted it as kind of like a stinger for like a sequel. That's what I thought. Too, like you yeah. know, yeah. like like mm-hmm. ra- like ra- like Raven like will will rave again. Yeah, but, like, which yeah, I thought was a pretty cool choice because <laughs> typically like bios don't have sequels. Right. And so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, of uh, Mr. Stallone trying to like break the mold, as it were. Right. And I, it does make me wonder if he is trying to bring Edgar Allan Poe back to life. I mean, isn't that really what a biopic is? Yeah, you know, that's a good point. Man, you're probably right. He probably is trying to just revive the corpse of Edgar Allan Poe just so he can make a sequel to this movie. That's a, I hadn't thought about that. But that well, do sounds... you need Poe to be in a movie about a raven? I guess not. No. Maybe it's going to be a family film. <laughs> Okay. The Raven starring Seth Rogen. Like at a rave. Like at that's a rave. what that's what yeah. he wants to rave is the Raven is going to in fact go to a rave. Like Yeah. And I like that. He's got to start saying his actual catchphrase from from the actual written works, not the the stuff that everyone forgets. But uh, okay, yeah. So this was I, I don't know. I thought this was a pretty solid movie with some some weak parts obviously. Uh the music being a, a pretty low point. Um, and uh, way too many uh, erect penises uh, and murders. But beyond that, I thought it was we're okay. Gonna have to agree, we're going to have to agree to disagree there. I didn't like it, but I don't think I could ever say way too many erect penises to any movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Uh, cool. Um, hey, Amber, what was, what was your favorite yeah. movie that we watched? Well, it wasn't so much movie as movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we watched uh, the the box set one uh, oh. of the, uh, the 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 Space Jam cinematic universe, that's uh-huh. right. Uh, I mean, like we the the rest of the world only got to see the first one and whatever the the fuck came out last year. Um, Space Jam, but too. I mean, all the missing pieces in between. Like, I really feel like all the missing pieces in the middle are what made Space Jam two. Even though it's like actually like Space Jam like ten. Uh, not make as much sense. I feel like if the rest of the world got to see all the intermittent jam movies like we did, like uh, like Skate Jam with Tony mm. Hawk mm-hmm. and uh, right. Race Jam with Def Gordon, uh, Spy Jam with Jackie Chan. That was that was an interesting one, like that Kung Fu one. Yeah, that was uh, even a sport. It was, yeah. Right. Yeah, that one was like. I mean, they kind of like took a little bit of like, oh, Jackie, like. I, I really do think they should just call it like like Kung Fu Jam or something like that. Like what would be like what if we had to rename that one? What would we call that one? Uh, what, with Jackie Chan in it? The one, the one the Kung Fu it was they, they, they A- called jam. Spy Jam. What was that? Actor Jam. He's an actor. Fist True. Jam. Like like, like Boom Fist, Boom Hug Fist, Jam. Fists of Jam. Boom Boom Hug Jam. Fists Fists of Jam. I do kind of like that. Fists Fist of Jam yeah. is actually pretty fucking solid. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna <laughs> talk that. Yeah, it's like yeah, but I mean, then like the later ones. I mean, like the fact that they're still making these today, and people don't realize it that they're out there. Like like Broom Jam, the curling one, where like starring random dude from from Olympic curling team that everyone's obsessed with. You know, Bobby. Um, <laughs> I liked uh, my favorite one was Golf Jam, starring Dorf from the golf series. Uh uh-huh, from, from the Dorf yeah. series. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was my I favorite love one. Dorf, dude. Dorf on yeah. Jam. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, I love Dorf. Man. <sighs> Shit, God. 
Oh, you got me just like fucking like so psyched for Dorf right now. Yeah. He's, he's, he's going to make a comeback, Dorf. Really, he's got to because, uh, in fact, I'm going to make a petition to actually have that one released because it was, okay. I mean, it was kind of just Happy Gilmore reshot with Looney Tunes and Dorf, but that's fine. Which is really well, what mean, everybody wanted anyway. Right? Yeah. I mean, for the most right. part, it was weird that every single one of the sequels in the universe was basically the exact same movie, except they just copy-pasted different names and sports right. terminology. I, I, don't, like, I don't know that I The, agree the with scenario that. was the exact same in every well, yes, single yes, one of these true. movies. It like was they, just were, like, they were oh, always no. going to go into slavery if they lost a sports game. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's like, oh, no, we need to find sport person to right. help us with random sport. Oh, no. Help us, Tanya Harding. We need to learn to do the triple uh-huh. axel. Mm-hmm. That one felt mm-hmm. really um. weird. <laughs> yeah, that one felt out of place. That one felt like, I, I, I feel like they started filming it before the 1994 Olympics, even though that like precedes Space Jam 1, but still. It was going like, to be the first uh, one, that, right? Yeah, I think that was gonna be the first. One. I I feel it feels like that was gonna be the first one, but then like the whole controversy happened, so they like booted it to like the fourth one. But uh, like they, having her come back and film like after, like like where they must have stopped filming, like the Tanya before the 1994 Olympics versus the Tanya after the 1994 Olympics mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. a drastically different Tanya. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I, I I still okay, so I can't get on board with the fact that the idea that they're the same movies, because I wanted to pay point out like the attention to continuity. Oh, because for sure. In each movie, a different Looney Tune dies. Yeah, and they're not yeah. in the next and then the, movie, and they're not in the next one. Yeah, right. Though Foghorn Leghorn yeah. fights Bob Barker in every film. Well, yes, yeah. obviously, but he doesn't die. That was any a of them. contractual thing. Right. Bob Barker yeah. fucking hated Foghorn Leghorn. Correct. Yeah, yeah. that is why he won he, every time. Yeah, it was, it was because Foghorn Leghorn refused to get spayed or neutered. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because he was too. He was too virile. I'll say it, was, it was a source of controversy. I think um, when like. They were filming one of them, and like a bunch of his children showed up on set demanding money. Oh, Foghorn Leghorn's kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, controversy, I guess, but I mean, like, listen, when, when your kids are like, you know, Colin Hanks, you know, sure. or, yeah. yeah, they deserve some money, right? For sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, what was your favorite uh, of the of the box set, guys? I, mine was the the golf one starring Dorf, but what was what was yours and, and the celebrity that accompanied it? Uh, I okay. So obviously, this was ill advised of the Warner Brothers family of movie creators. Um, but President Jam with H. Ross Perot. Oh, <laughs> that was yeah. they. That Good. was them calling their shot, right? Right. Yeah. But I thought it was one kind of silly that the Looney Tunes would need help becoming president because who's not going to vote for the Looney Tunes? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And then and then Bugs Bunny's like. Eh, I know who we can get. And then they they go to get like, you know, Bill Clinton and uh, Bob Dole. But it was weird when they showed up in basketball shorts and tank tops. (laughs) Right. Exactly. (laughs) And they've already had their spirit taken by the aliens. Yeah. Did I didn't like how I didn't like seeing people get their spirits taken in any of the movies. 
No, uh, it just it just it just felt bad. I want their spirits in their bodies where they belong. But they kept dying, so they kept having. No, the, to go the, the Looney Tunes kept dying, but not the people. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, no, no I... real people died except for Jeff Gordon. Well, you know. Yeah. We don't talk about that one. I I personally really liked Love Jam, the tennis one, with uh, Serena and <laughs> Venus Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, I thought that one was interesting. How that, that one did kind of differ from the formula because, like, love was not just about, like, the tennis term, but the fact that, like, they split the sisters up because one of them traveled back in time to the 1960s where it was, like, all, like, hippies and, like, love was, like, you know, peace and love. Mm-hmm. Sure. And, like, they – so they had to they had to – battle uh tennis over time as well too you know like tennis lost in time uh was 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 an interesting i didn't thing. see that plot coming i gotta tell you yeah right. i yeah. did not either no yeah. yeah it was weird how like halfway through the series all of them became about time travel yeah, yeah. well yeah. i mean the first time they thought it was gonna do so well so they had to keep shoehorning horning it in um it was probably like how they made the the basketball sequel with old-timey basketball uh, absolutely yeah yeah, 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 and uh, you know um, the. What do you think about the football one being um, not about American football, but in, indeed the essentially what we call soccer? Uh, do you think that's gonna that would have caused a controversy? Do you think that's why it, these movies didn't get released? Because they did soccer instead of football. Because they they called they, it. They did, the, they did the most popular sport in the world. They in didn't the get world, released? yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. But they, yeah, probably okay. All right, but Americans wouldn't like that they call it football and not soccer. So, well, yeah, yeah, okay. Gotcha. I think I think that makes sense. Um, I thought it was weird that Brett Favre was in the soccer movie. It yeah. was odd. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nikki, what was your favorite of the of the box set? Oh yeah, no, uh, it was Bud Love, the um, Space Jam and Air Bud uh, mashup sequel. <laughs> Uh, that was one weird. was pretty cool. It yeah. starred Bingo from the Bingo movies, if you remember uh-huh. those. Um, oh, yeah. And of course, Christopher Walken. What was the name of that one again? The Bingo movie from the nineties. No, 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 no the, the the Jam movie. Oh, Bud Jam. Oh, I thought you said Bud Love. I might have said Love. <laughs> you said Bud Love. Yeah. And I, and I, Thank you I, for calling I, it out. Uh, well, I, me. <laughs> well I, I heard butt love and I was like I, was I mean a, listen I was like, it I was stars like, did, dogs and how do dogs show affection right I was just wondering if I'd missed a, a really really good movie <laughs> <laughs> yes um yeah, okay. <laughs> did you think the final movie that was a combination of all of them with all of the stars that hadn't died in the previous films coming back did you think that was really called for well, yeah, because you needed to have the final battle with Dracula. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to, right? Right. Because Dracula is known it, it, it to be the best sports player that exists. Right, but it, it had all been building to that for what twenty-seven movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of. This is a really big box set, y'all. Right. Well, tell me about it. It's like literally filling up an entire room room in my house. Yeah. All right. Who do you like? Did you think who they got to play Dracula really fit, though? Bill Murray? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah. Okay. I, I wasn't sure. He he really made a lot of references to all of his past films throughout the whole thing, and I didn't really know if it really worked. It, I just you know, it was, it was a little good. meta, but I think anybody else, it would have been too much. You know? Right. right. 
Well, I mean, I thought it was cool that they had Bill Murray playing Dracula and still playing Bill Murray from the original Space For show. sure. That's true, yeah. yeah. They did yeah. put Flat Newman in every single one of the movies, right? Right. Yeah, it was, I, I'm glad because, like, if they had forgotten that they flattened the guy who played Newman in the first movie and they just allowed mm-hmm. him to be in normally, like, I was going to fucking riot. I'm already <laughs> rioting. Absolutely. All right. Well, um, man, I don't know if there's much more to say about the Space Jam. Uh, Why would franchise. there be? Yeah, I think we pretty much hit it, uh, hit all of it. Um, do we want to just go over like one more real quick uh, before we before we call the show over? Sure. All right. Uh, hey, um, Matt, why don't why don't you give us the 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 last one? What what your second favorite was? Well, if we got to talk about a movie, it's got to be David Lynch's Return of the Jedi. I think we've got yes, to, right? Yeah. I was worried we wouldn't get to it. Oh, right. man. Yeah. Like, the, the famous story is that George Lucas offered David Lynch the opportunity to direct it, and David Lynch said no. But, like, I guess he had also said yes. Yeah, I guess. And decided to film it. Yeah, but that sounds pretty much like something David Lynch would do, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> So, if you don't know Return of the Jedi, like, the one that did get released uh, is, of course, the story of, you know, the the Rebels and, like, everything's kind of turned out bad from Empire Strikes Back and now they're going to fight up against, you know, the Emperor and all that crap. A um, lot more drugs in this one. Yes. Yeah, there were, like, everyone had some form of a drug problem and, like, mm-hmm. not, yeah. not, like, weird space drugs either, like, Earth no, drugs. Straight, yeah, cocaine Cocaine, cocaine, heroin, uh, extra cocaine, the super cocaine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, kind of made me think they had a lot of cocaine on set, which probably, you know. probably. I, I feel like that's a very big possibility. Yeah. yeah. They did. I, David Lynch was allowed to be, be pretty David Lynch in this one. I, I found it odd that there were at least two scenes in the film told entirely in reverse. For yes. no reason. Correct. Like, they didn't explain yeah. it at all. I mean, I mean, that's just sort of, like, one of the things he does, though. So I would have been really disappointed if it wasn't. That's sure. true. Yeah. Like, And I thought it fit pretty well with the Star Wars canon of it all. You yeah. Know. Okay. Yeah, it was like, you know, because it, it was Yoda talking in reverse. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of just sounded normal. That's true. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's true. Like Yoda, for some reason in that scene, he he didn't die. He started dead and came back to life, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then um, for some reason there was an Ewok in every scene, uh, which right. I thought was a little weird because you know little bear well, guys, like, like right? They were but they were like smaller and they looked a little bit more um, like creepy and decrepit than um, right. like a, a standard Ewok for sure. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, uh, I, that Darth Vader casting, like I thought it was really weird that it was uh, that that lady from Twin Peaks that had the log and still had the log. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. And I didn't think she did a very good job at all. No, she's like Luke. I am your father. Also, my log has something to say, and Correct. it was an odd choice. Yes. Yeah, it didn't make any sense in the context of the previous two movies. No, it did not. Um, Especially since we already knew that Luke was. The son of Darth Vader by this point, right? Right, right. It kind of seemed like Lynch was throwing away a lot of previous continuity because it was also previously established that 
Luke and Leia were siblings, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yet they did have a very, very, very nasty sex scene. They, yeah. they did, and they didn't try to explain it away either. I didn't like it. No, it was very uncomfortable. Um, it was. Uh, also, the ending was left open for interpretation, right? As it is, right. yeah. Yeah, like, did darth vader die did they save that that small community in for some reason wyoming like i don't understand why that was a part of it but um like it was it was very odd like there was a lot of like just actual uh, american diners in this uh movie it was it was interesting yeah i mean i get that you know american diners are pretty good Mm -hmm, i mm -hmm. I wasn't upset that they they recast uh, Mark Hamill as the guy who played Dale Cooper from Twin Peaks because that guy's in all Kyle, of his Kyle, stuff. Kyle McLaughlin. Yeah, 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 he's in all of David Lynch's stuff. This was no exception. I was more upset that David Lynch cast himself as C three PO and R two D two. Both of them. Yeah. 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 Like it was a little weird when they were both in scenes together. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they were always in scenes together. Right. Yeah, the CGI also was not very good. I mean, it was the it was early 1980s, so right. I mean, it, it, technology only got so far back then, so mm-hmm. it was right. very mm-hmm. obvious that it was two different cuts that they weren't actually there together because you couldn't be. It was the same person, right? right. Like it was just it was very the like the backgrounds didn't line up uh, properly mm-hmm. uh, from the two halves of the screen. Like there, there at were one issues. point, I'm fairly certain like there was literally a different background that was cut right down the middle. Uh, absolutely, like in one background, like they were on that like swamp the Dagobah with the with the swamp pe- the swamp area, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and the other one they were in the middle of a fucking desert, mm-hmm. like Tatooine. right as as in the middle of the screen. Yeah, Tatooine. Like I, I that. Was was very obvious, a little sloppy. Though, you know, knowing David Lynch, he probably did that on purpose, right? I was because sure. I was about to say, I was like, was it sloppy or was it secretly brilliant genius that none of us understood? Mm-hmm. That's that's All David right. Lynch. I guess it's David Lynch. Uh, if you think a ten minute scene of just like hanging on a guy painting a ship, that's true. It, yeah, is genius. Yeah, like set to like a really cool like duop song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was a cool doo-wop song. I thought it was cool. The soundtrack was great. Yo, like pretty much the entire Motown library, a lot of like jazz and funk and just like, I don't know. It was not what you would have expected from Star Wars for sure. Yeah. Um, To the point where they did not even have the Star Wars theme. Right. Yeah. It was Which I thought out. was refreshing personally. Yeah. Refreshing for sure. Yeah. It was Got just it. a really <laughs> long, mellow theme throughout the whole thing, honestly. Right. Well, like, well, there were some things where it was just a long, dr- like, droning note. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, that was the replacement for the Imperial March. Every time Darth Vader's on screen, it was just one long droning note. Um, right. And I'm not, you know, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. Sure. I'm not musically talented, so. Yeah. That could be good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, favorite uh, recast uh, in the movie. Um, that that you had before we go go matt gosh i don't know i i guess probably when harrison ford played lando calrissian but not han solo right yeah yeah that was pretty good i'm glad they didn't do blackface that was no he didn't thank goodness yeah Um, yeah i I like to think they're both they're all better than that you know yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I really appreciated when, um, 
actual R2-D2 uh, played uh, Princess Leia. Yes. That was good. Yeah. I'm glad they got him a role. Yeah, yeah it, was, it, was it was fucking stellar. Real weird. They didn't really act much after that movie, you know, the real one got made. So Right. I mean, I was a, it was a little distracting at first to see John Travolta playing Luke Skywalker. Sure. But at the same time, Those I, moves, I, got, I, got, I got used to it and like, yeah, exactly, like. He he added that you know musical movie flair, and there was no music playing, but it was like there was yeah, music oh, playing oh, every time I looked. That at was it. like peak Travolta before the Scientology yeah. and the hair loss. It was mm-hmm, so good, mm-hmm, right? Yeah, and like you know that the whole R two D two playing Princess Leia thing that does make the sex scene between her and Luke Skywalker even weirder, hotter. Right? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. More, more more erotic, um, <laughs> just juicier and steamier, and like. Yes, weird, but also yeah, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. like I think I think it's safe to say we were all awakened a little bit, a little right. bit, scene. absolutely, yeah. And we would and we would have to wait thirty years for to see John Travolta fuck a robot again, absolutely, right? <laughs> not 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 until Aeronautics Jam. <laughs> I uh, also like that they replaced Chewbacca just with an actual bear. Like, right? It was a good choice, I think, because everyone knew it was coming. It was an interesting choice. Um, so from like the reports, I, cause I, I did some digging, obviously, uh, the reports I read the bear that they got to replace Chewbacca, like they gave him acting classes. Really? And I'm really? I'm going to be honest. Uh, you can't tell. Right. Mm-mm. Yeah. Cause you know, he'll just be like, Rrr. you think the bear I mean, like just mauled all the acting coaches? I mean, there's no record of that. Oh, okay. I, there would be record. I think. Yeah. No. Oh no! Okay, not in Hollywood. <laughs> Bear maulings are not just not, not in Hollywood, baby. Fair enough. Anything can happen. Anything can happen in Tinseltown, Cody. Uh, you're right. You're right. What am I? What am I saying? This whole place is run by the bears. All right, guys. I think we've reached our hour. I think it's time for us to to you know stop talking Skedaddle. about some movies and, and get out of here. But it, it was a. I'm out of popcorn. Out of you know, look, I after thirty seven Space Jam sequels, I ran out of popcorn a long time ago. So sure. All right, everybody. Uh, this has been Stuff Weekly. I'm Cody Coleman. With me, as always, is Nikki Wright, Matt Crua, and Amber Lee. Until next time, guys, don't die. Watch some movies. We'll we'll see we'll see you in the theater, but not the real one because COVID still right. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Yeah. Let's all go to the lobby and stab ourselves a snack. What? What? Huh? That didn't play before the movies for you guys?